Welcome again to um, the Chalky Flora podcast. Uh, yet again, a random chat uh, from me on my way to work on um, a March day in 2019. Once again, the sun is shining, uh, which is beautiful and fabulous, um, and a reason why I'd rather be out on my field than on my way to my day job. Um, and just to say today what I've done is I've made use of the microphone on my earphones so when I play this back will be the first time I know whether A it's usable and B the sound quality is any better than the last one which it would be hard to be worse wouldn't it so so a couple of things to talk about this morning Um, one is about uh, your age age and doing things and the second one is actually getting to talk about some flowers and some growing which is what this is supposed to be about so uh here we go so age when you start to do something whether it's outdoors and practical as i'm doing or whether it's indoors online whatever it is i think we're all a little bit given for thinking that we're too old or too young it's so long since i thought i was too young to do something i've tendency to uh, disregard that one but I'm aware it's a thing I know that people do think I'm too young for this Um, but I'm going to concentrate on too old because that's what I'm familiar with and a couple of things I need to remind myself of daily and they might be of some use to you or they may prompt you to think of your couple of things to remind yourself of daily I started my family late in life Um, I was a bit of a wild child and wasted probably a couple of decades uh, that makes me shudder a little bit to say that now but I did um, were they wasted I saw the world a lot happened to me um, quite a bit of tragedy happened to me it, it crafted the person um, that I now see in the mirror every morning so whether it was all disaster or whether some of it was just uh, formative I, I don't really want to say um, but from the point of view of progressing anywhere in the normal sense of things, I did indeed waste a couple of decades. I met uh, my husband when I was 35, I think, or thereabouts. Uh, we got a bit of a move on then and uh, got married and had our kids quite, quite quickly. I had one of my daughters when I was 37 and one when I was 39. And I was very wrapped up in that for a few years surrounding that. I homeschooled both of them up until uh, the oldest one was 12. So I was very wrapped up in my family and I don't consider that to be wasted time. That was an amazing time in my life and um, I'm very proud of it. I don't have a problem with that at all. Around about um, the age of 44, 45, When the children were sort of old enough, I was still homeschooling, but they were old enough to take part and do things and be alongside of me. Um, I started a vegetable box scheme, a community supported agriculture project. Um, It was small, but it thrived. And although it wasn't brilliantly, amazingly uber successful, uh, as witnessed the fact that I'm not still doing it now today, it was successful enough, it was okay. And I started that thing and developed that thing and grew that thing and lived with that thing at the age of 45. And so I'm hoping that quite a large number of people who are 
in the oh am I too old category have already gone oh okay um, because certainly 40 is absolutely nothing to be doing something new absolutely nothing so I mean that's that's one of the things that I remind myself of pretty much daily the second thing is that after a lot of stuff happened um, mostly dull and tedious some of it interesting that perhaps I'll get to another day around about the age of 54 um, I decided to go back into the sort of corporate workplace when I say decided did I jump or was I pushed I was pushed uh, it was necessity um, uh, but I decided to go about it the best way I could and in actual fact what I did was I took an admin job which consisted of 13 and a half hours per week and that was supposed to somewhat back up um, my failing uh, economy at home uh, and my husband was struggling at the time as well and we really were very 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 short of cash so I decided um, the thing to do was to take a job and I took an admin job which was 13 and a half hours per week for reasons which may later become apparent I decided to develop that job and I decided that I needed a real income and inside two years I had a full-time managerial job in that company 54 age 54 to 56 that was where I did that thing and before you ask I don't have a degree I have um, a couple of A-levels, which uh, I think in the US system, I don't know what that counts. Does that count as completing high school? Not sure. Um, and within the Australian system, I wouldn't know. And within the European system, I also wouldn't know. So just, just as well if you're in the UK, you're the only people who understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I, I have two decent A-levels. I'd done a bit of, of post-secondary, a little bit of open university, none of which was in any way relevant. All that was relevant was the skills I'd garnered along the way and the way I was prepared to use them. That was it. That was it. That was the only thing that had any impact on my getting that job. And that's the job I'm in today. It's a good job. I don't dislike my job per se. I would like to step back out of the corporate rat race. And that's what Chalky Floor is all about. Um, and I remind myself daily that although now I'm 59, that's probably the scariest number I've ever spoken, but I am 59, this is my 60th year, when I say to myself that at 45, I created one successful business, and at 55, for the sake of argument, just averaging things out a bit and making it neat and tidy, I re-entered the corporate world and made a success of it. So at 65, who knows? But I would say, please, if you're 35 or 45 or what have you, please don't sit there and think you're probably too old. You're not too old. You're not too old. These are things that you can do at any time in your life. It's to do with your attitude, to do with the skills you've gathered and to do with how you're prepared to use them. That's all it's about. Um, so let's move on from going we're too old and let's just start. Chalky Flora. So let's have an update on Chalky Floor. I'm longing to get this onto YouTube, so pictures would be far better than me yabbering about this. But um, uh, over the years, we've done various things with a bit of land that we rent. So uh, we have a flock of sheep, which are our abiding passion and hobby. 
and they occupy most of the land that we rent. They're a, a separate thing, um, and one day I'll talk about them. They're a gorgeous flock of Oxford Down sheep. So much to say about them, but not here right now. On one segment of that, the segment upon which I once ran the box scheme, um, I'm going back to trying to produce an income for us, as well as uh, feed us. So there are veg involved. It's just that the time being, they're largely not on a commercial uh, level there to do with feeding us, there to do with being somewhat self-sufficient. Um, but chalky flora, which is my passion, which is about more flowers for everybody. Um, as I've said before, it's about all kinds of flowers. It started off, the vision started off as being a cut flower business, a flower farm business. And to some extent it still is. I'm very much into the flower farms of, of Britain at the moment. In case you don't know, and I'll do a separate podcast on this some some point, 90% uh, of the flowers sold and shared in the UK are flown in from other parts of the world, mostly via flower markets in Holland, uh, but sometimes direct from countries where, I mean, not only is an issue the amount of uh, air miles being used to import these flowers, but they're grown in countries that should be using the water and the ground that they're using to feed themselves, and they're not. And it's all a bit of an environmental disaster. So the British flower movement, and for heaven's sake, we can grow flowers in Britain. Oh boy, can we grow flowers in Britain. It's a bit like the food thing, you know, what do the supermarkets want? They want a particular type of flour that's consistent all year round, that you can always get the same kind if you want them, and that you can bash your husband over the head with them quite hard and they don't even fade a little bit. It's sort of one step up from plastic, isn't it? There's no seasonal variety, there's no delicate flowers in there, there's no flowers with a slightly shorter vase life but they pay for it with being utterly beautiful no they want everything all the same um, and so yeah cut flowers are a passion and it's not just to say oh they look pretty on your mantel shelf it is to say <coughs> excuse me that people will buy cut flowers um, and most of them will be from overseas and will be part of an environmental disaster and also won't have the depth to be honest that British flowers would. But once I'd established that idea, I realized how many other ways I wanted to use flowers. I wanted to use flowers as um, dye stuffs because as I say, we have the sheep and I'm into spinning and, and dyeing of wool. And so that's another big part of what Chalky Flora does. I wanted to grow plants to attract pollinators. We have bees uh, as well. Um, and apart from our bees, all the other bees and all the other insects do need all the help they can get in this current uh, state of play. And so I wanted to have uh, plants that specifically um, were there for, for pollinating insects and just improved just wellness for the earth, not just wellness for us, but wellness for the earth was high on my agenda. Um, aromatics, I mean, I'm, I'm really into essential oils and uh, sort of aromas and the power of those things and aromatic flowers, flowers that you could just grab an armful of and their sheer scent would make you feel better. Herbs for health and wellness and also as part of our flower bouquets, as part of our life, as part of our food obviously, uh, as part of our medicine obviously, but herbs have got so much to offer um, so that was part of it as well. But where are we with it at the moment? Well, 
because I am back in corporate land and because my husband works quite hard running his own business, we are at square one, you know, we've got this patch of land fenced off from when we uh, ran the box scheme and we're trying desperately to turn it into, I like to think of it as an allotment because I just love the concept of allotment. So although it's not on an allotment site, it's on our rented ground, I see it as an allotment. And on that allotment, I want to use probably about a third of it or even a quarter of it to grow our food and the rest of it to create the business that's Chalky Flora. Um, we are underway. I've got things growing, uh, mostly at the moment um, in pots and trays and things like that, ready to uh, go out into the ground. And we have started to cultivate the ground. Um, we're trying to create, we're hoping to create new, mostly no dig beds. Um, somewhat after Charles Dowding. Um, you can look him up on YouTube if you've not heard of him. Um, he's the, the no-dig uh, maestro um, and we're hoping to go largely along uh, those grounds but the plot that we have and we always had this battle when we were running the box game is um, a, a particularly weedy and unpleasant plot of clay um, and it is hard work. Uh, I've, I often say we love our downland site um, but it presents us with an awful lot of challenges um, and there are places far less glorious to garden that would be far easier. So um, that's where we're at with Chalky Flora right at the moment, um, laying black plastic down on the ground, fashioning beds. Uh, I bought in, uh, I think it was five tonnes of compost from the recycling people and um, we've got that in a great heap going down on beds a bit at a time. I'm going to tell you five tons of compost does not go very far. If this is your thing that you're thinking of doing, if somebody offers you ten tons, bite their hands off because it doesn't go as far as you'd like to think it would. Um, and um, planting things in trays or pots or, or flats uh, ready to go out there as soon as ever we can get um, some ground ready. Is it easy? No, um, because we're doing it as an add-on and it's my passion, my real passion to get it um, underway properly this year. I've got a couple of stalls and fairs I want to do. I've got a couple of add-ons I want to um, build into it and I have to have a target. I have to feel that this, this has to get done this year. And so I'm really excited about Chalky Flora and it is all the things I've said that it is, um, but it's pretty embryonic. And this is very much why I want to get it onto YouTube. I think it's going to be great to watch us uh, creating this out of what at the moment is a fairly dank and uh, unappealing piece of ground. Um, that being said, the setting's fantastic. Um, and we're absolutely committed to doing it so it's going to be okay it's going to be a glorious uh, patchwork of colour by the time summer comes um, and anyone I really would like to hear from anyone who's at the same stage of starting a curl flower business any sort of floral or aromatic business herbs anything anything at all if you're in that sort of zone please 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 get in touch because just to have a few people who are not really quite in a box just a little bit different I'd love to chat with them it'd be brilliant so just in closing um, with my first podcast I started uh, the hashtag just start March it's kind of about joining in this March March of 2019 with the hashtag just start March if you've been thinking about doing something if you've been putting it off if you're not ready 
if you're at the black plastic stage like us um, if you haven't quite figured how to get it onto YouTube if whatever it is you're doing um, and this is absolutely not limited to horticulture or anything like that I want absolutely anybody who in listening has maybe thought oh, go on then I'll just do it anyone anyone at all any new thing at all um, join the hashtag just start March and my thinking is that for the month of March it will be about the month of March and then thereafterwards it's more of a, uh, a march forward it's more of a group of people waving placards saying we can do it and uh, that sort of stuff and so it is a just start March so it's not just for this month so if you're listening to this in April um, or you're listening to this in September doesn't matter you can still join the just start March by adding that hashtag um, visit my Instagram and uh, join in there so that's the end of today's um, episode hopefully the sound quality will be a bit better um, and I'll see you again soon take care